How's it going, everybody? I am Jeff Slicky here at KMAS, and I'm at Mary M. Knight School, home of the Night Owls, with Superintendent Matt Mallory. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. We are here, and again, before we get too into this conversation, I want to thank Hayden, Hayden, and Zoe, who are here behind the scenes in the photography and yearbook classes. Uh, they've chosen to come and see kind of what we do here to get this set up, and that's an exciting thing as we move through. And these types of classes, a in addition to that, sports are kind of what we're talking about. The levy's coming up here on the 13th. That's correct. Yeah, we are running our replacement levy. This is not a new tax. This is replacing our levy that we ran and the voters supported in 2022. So ballots were scheduled to go out this week, January 15th, to local voters. And we are uh, the board of directors, Mary Knight board of directors, met back in October and have set a levy rate for this next election that is coming up. Um, we've sent out some trifold information, presented some information to some of the community groups out here, and have started talking about the importance of our education program and operation, or EPNO levy, and the impact that it has to our students, the benefit that it has with for our students, just to let voters know that this is coming and uh, informing them of the levy rates and the dollar amounts we're asking, but really more so what the levy helps support here at Merriam Knight. Sure. Over the years, we've come to know that uh, bonds are for building and levies are for learning. And as we were talking uh, with Hayden, Hayden and Zoe before we got going on some of the aspects of this, you know, what are the impacts of these levies? It's after school sports, uh, it's additional uh, staff for programs like yearbook and mm -hmm. photography. Tell me a little bit more. Right, so the state of Washington uh, get, allocates basic education to all schools. What the levy does is it covers those programs, expenses, additional things that the state does not cover. So one of the primary ones is, like you talked about, athletics. The state doesn't cover athletics in basic education. So the levy supports all of our teams, the, the, our, our coaches, the coaches' salaries, uh, the equipment for, for students, the travel for students, uh, the fees that referees or umpires charge us, mm -hmm. and travel, which is uh, really 100% levy funded. The other thing is with the size of Mary M. Knight, we um, are only allocated a certain number of staffs because of the, the enrollment here, just like any other school. But for us to really have a great K-12 program, we have additional staff that we, that we utilize levy funds for. Uh, last couple of years, we've added one teacher per grade level at the elementary. That's been a benefit for student learning. At our high school, we have a teacher for each content level, and we've added in additional classes that wouldn't be covered under basic ed to give our kids uh, the additional opportunities that they would have in any other large high school. The other thing that we've added on is some counseling positions. Um, we've added on nursing positions. We've added on additional classified staff or paraprofessionals that basic ed wouldn't wouldn't fund. So those are the things that the levy helps support. Explain a little, and we talked about this too before we started, that kind of, you know, the core curriculum, reading, writing, mathematics is, is very important, but as more studies come out and more uh, understanding is done with group and teams, 
those extra curriculars, if you will, they really provide a benefit to the students. They do, and we've been expanding our programs the last couple of years. We added on flag football this year, along with our traditional high school football. We've had enough enrollment or interest with students this year. We had enough for a JV or a JV volleyball, JV basketball. We have enough interest this year that we're going to run track, golf, and we're bringing back baseball this spring. Nice. And so with that, that's what the Levy Health support is those opportunities for kids. And sports-wise, I know that the uh, Miriam Knight and the Night Owls have had great programs and have had uh, many student athletes move on to mm -hmm. the collegiate level. They've had records that they've broken, and it's a, it's a great program yeah. uh, here at Miriam Knight. Right, we've had that, and we also have had kids, uh, our students go on. Last year's graduating class, a number of students had uh, scholarships, partial or full rides, and that's been going on the last couple of years. Some of them are athletic scholarships. So when we have the ability to offer those opportunities for kids, they take advantage of it, and that can lead them down uh, access to continue that on in college or another career opportunity. So that's what we're trying to do, and that's what these, these levy funds help us do. You mentioned the size of the school in relation to other sized high schools and maybe the programs available at those larger schools. Let's talk about what is here and how you are working to kind of uh, level that playing field. A lot of talk now uh, these days is a CTE and additional programs like that. I know uh, Last year, a couple of years ago, we went and looked at that, the woodwork right. uh, shop, and it is just top-notch there. So explain some of those additional benefits for having that core set of education practices and availability here at Merriam Knight. Right. We've really added to our career technical education program the last few years, and that's been a mixture of local funds, levy dollars. Uh, we've actively gone out to get grants to improve our CTE program. And so one of that is, is we've started what is a construction program, and it's called Core Plus. And so with that, we've received some grants to really replace almost all of the machinery in that wood shop to bring it A, uh, up to spec, have reliable tools and equipments, build workstations in there so our kids get a chance to get a true wood shop but a construction program where kids can go through the sequence, get an industry standard, and be ready to go into the workforce. We've done a lot of work with what is our welding class, our metals class, again through grants to help build up that program. We've replaced all that welding equipment that was kind of aged out, created more uh, really welding stations and a lot more equipment in there so kids can have a really good experience with that. We have some local people that are belonging to sheet metal workers, unions, come out and talk to our students about opportunities in that area. That is partially funded through our levy dollars as well with the curriculum for those courses, with some of the supplies and materials, and some of the training that the teachers need to take so they can get better at presenting that material to them. Business and marketing has been taken off as well. We had a really good experience with some kids going through Skills USA competitions. And we were able to send a couple students to nationals this last this last June, so they had a good experience there. So again, those levy dollars help support those kids going out for those um, 
those other experiences outside of the school day. Well, again, if you ever have a chance to come out here and visit the school, Mary M. Knight, you know, they have the museum on the campus as well. They have the Old Timers Fair annually as well. So you can come out here and see it. Uh, the students are always very uh, warm and welcome, accepting here to people coming by and, and learning a little bit more. The staff as well. It's a great community that has um, a lot of deep history too mm -hmm. yeah. in the types of programs that you're working on and building into the 21st century. Is that where we are still yeah. in the 21st and century? And just one more thing I'd like to add is that w the board, we worked really closely. Um, we know that since 2022, when the community passed the last levy, that property values in Mason County have gone up. Right. So oh, yeah. Everyone has seen their property taxes increase. And so the board has been very conscious of that. So in this new ask, this new proposal, um, last time in 2022, the community supported, it was $2.33 per, per thousand mm -hmm. in assessed value of a home. This time around, for this one that's on the ballot now, the board has come out and asked for $2.08 per thousand. Okay. And the reason behind that is that we know property values have increased. Merriam Knight is only asking voters to support us for the level which we need, mm -hmm. which is around $750,000. And so we know that the values have gone up. We've asked for less because we want to just maintain that current level of support we're asking for voters. So it should be either not much of an, not an increase or a very minimal increase to their property tax for the local levy. And so we're very keen about that and wanting to vote, voters understand we understand property values have gone up. We're not asking to be a burden. We're not asking for more than what we need. And um, this will help us maintain our programs. The other benefit with Merriam Knight is that Merriam Knight, like another 98 school districts in the state of Washington, because we are not what's considered a property rich school district, right. because we don't have commercial buildings, we don't have industry out here and we don't have a lot of really high value property, uh, we, call, we qualify what's called for levy equalization. So if the voters support this new ballot, we qualify for levy equalization. And with that, it's gonna be worth about an additional million dollars in revenue that we bring in through this pot of money that the state keeps for equalization for districts like Merriam Knight. But that is only if the voters support sure. and pass this proposal. Sure. So it's a huge benefit for us and for the community because those equalization dollars allow us to do some of the more operational sides of the, our parking lot, um, remodeling some worn out parts of the building, adding some new play equipment, those type of things. So it's a real boon for us if the voters support, support the levy. There's always more information available on the levy. Again, the uh, brochures are out as well. You can go online, find more information. The election day is February 13th, so ballots need to be in by 8 o'clock or postmarked by that day. You can drop them off in one of the many uh, drop slots around the county. Here at Mary M. Knight, and again, a big thanks to uh, Hayden, Hayden, and Zoe for uh, being a part of this and seeing a little bit more about what we do uh, when it comes to interviews and things like that, Superintendent Matt Mallory, thank you so much. Good to see you. Thanks, Jeff.